Oh, Pan, why do you fucking watch this bollocks? Holy shit shambles, Batman. Hello and welcome to episode 45 of the Unusual Suspects podcast. Please don't start singing already. She started singing already. Well, that's that bingo card gone. Yep. Thought I'd get in early. Yeah, fucking hell. Fill them out. I was trying to help with the intro. While I'm talking and while there's music playing in the background, you thought you would help out by singing along as well. At least I didn't go... You should have. That would have been better. <laughs> that's my job. Anyway, my name is Dan. I'm joined by a uh, friend of the podcast, Andy. <laughs> friend of the podcast? Oh, well, that's throwing me off. Yo-ho, hello. And relative of the podcast, Penny. Relative? Yes. Oh, that's thrown me off and I don't have a Batman thing. All so. right, friend of the podcast, Penny, then. Fine, fine. I got nothing. God, we're Hi! All, we're all friends of the podcast, I guess. So, film layer on, uh, in case you didn't know, from the very obvious <laughs> intro is uh, Batman the Movie from 1966. We shall be discussing our fun adventure into that film. And boy, was it fun. Mm. I could safely say I had fun. Don't know about you guys. But I, I technically fell asleep, but... Good. This is a good start. <laughs> I enjoyed it. It was long, wasn't it's it? It's the earliest night I've had for weeks. It was long. Great. And you picked the film? I did, yeah. <laughs> it must have been the super bat sleeper spray or whatever other it was the awake repellent slap bat spray oh, i couldn't get it out i couldn't <laughs> get it out too many to discuss we need more time but either way uh guys i want to talk about a series that has been much loved heavily criticized and critiqued by the press since i brought it up it is of course the return of dan tries to find the best video game kind of film that is out there in the world <laughs> brackets these are my favorite titles it could be actually based off a video game universe but also just be included in like it's a gamer film like gamer was which wasn't really based off anything close brackets what a title put some a bit under that and you are aces whoever's doing the description of this has to have the whole i was just gonna say this is andy not me He's going to be like pausing and playing it going, wait, wait. (laughs) I was literally just thinking that because I had to do it last time. Fuck. (laughs) Anyway, so this week I decided to delve into something that I said I was going to watch because, I mean, we couldn't miss out on it. Another potential classic from one of our favorite power couples of Paul W.S. Anderson and Mila Djokovic. I watched this week the 2020 slash 2021 film because it hasn't come out in all countries yet. Monster Hunter. Yay! (laughs) Now, Andy, since you have watched all the Resident Evil films Mm -hmm. in order recently, how do you think this one's going to go, just on that personal experience of watching all those amazing, amazing films? Uh, I think it's going to be crap. I mean, they started relatively okay. As a series, Resident Evil started okay, then went downhill. So I think this is going to be like the uh, sequel to the last shittest Resident Evil and be absolute toilet. Okay, that's a bold claim. That's a bold claim. 
I'm assuming they're not connected to Resident Evil. It's just the same people. No, and I know right. I've me and Andy probably. I can't remember our comments, but I know we've said some probably horrible things about Paul W. S. Anderson. Yeah, you weren't too. <laughs> One keen. of the quotes that from me, I know, I said he's never made a good film. He's shit. Why don't he just stop doing what he's doing? Stop mm. ruining everyone's video games by making terrible film adaptions and come up with your own ideas. I still stand by that a little bit. I mean, I'll <laughs> give you credit. You do know how to make a snappy soundbite. I do, yeah. <laughs> but not a snappy title. No, definitely <laughs> not. But I like Monster Hunter. It's, if in case people don't know, based off a video game by Capcom. Another one that made the Resident Evil series. I think he just wants to torture Capcom <laughs> yeah. so much. Fucking hell. Which is is basically about monster hunters who hunt monsters and when they hunt monsters they use their bones and their flesh and stuff like that to create weapons so people would have like swords made out of teeth and that sounds fun you know it's a fun game it's cool because you get to just kill monsters with friends and make little swords out of you know maybe a, a dinosaur penis if you felt like it i, I was gonna say bonus swords i mean bonus swords <laughs> yeah. but mila and paul i'm talking about they decided that they were gonna go and delve into this universe and i have a few notes <laughs> on this <laughs> experience Look, everyone already knows it's not good, right? That's obvious. <laughs> That's fucking obvious from the get-go. I'm sorry, but he still carries on his great tradition of making not good films out of video games and turning them into movie adaptions. I don't know why they picked this franchise. Out of all the fucking franchises, I get Resident Evil. That's a kind of a good one to pick to make a film, but I don't know why Monster Hunter. It's just a strange... It's not exactly the biggest, most well-known game franchise. Whereas, like, Resi, Resident Evil is a big franchise that you could build Resi. on. Resi. All right fucking casual i'm not sure but i guess paul has some sort of deals with capcom where they want to because there was i think well there was recently a new monster hunter game that came out so i don't know if it was tying in with that to try and promote it and stuff like that i bet they want to cut those ties now uh, they don't want him related i i don't know I'll, I'll tell you why i don't know but like the first i won't spoil it obviously it is a new film don't really i don't <laughs> Apart like spoil. saying it's shit it's shit <laughs> spoiler it's shit <laughs> It's just fucking weird. It is, like Andy said, it really feels like they haven't left the Resi kind of universe with this kind of thing. But it's weird, especially when I first saw the trailer, because the actual Monster Hunter game is about more or less melee and bows and crossbows and that kind of stuff. But then when I watch the trailer, I'm seeing Mila in like a fucking tank army convoy. Yeah, with a machine gun shooting down yeah. monsters. And I'm like, what? How is this related to anything to do with... The thing is the machine gun made out of bones no it's just a no. fucking standard oh. machine gun like a, just a normal she's in the army well from what you've told me about this franchise they've already missed something quite important now yeah so. <laughs> yeah quite a key aspect they've decided to bin off just so they can get funding from yeah. the u.s government i'm making a big judgment there let's cut that off <laughs> <laughs> it's like paperboy without the newspapers yeah sure why not <laughs> great Great. I don't know why Paperboy was the game that sprang to mind. Yeah, it's I... the latest game that you've played, I think. You don't get any more modern than that. Do you know what I think it is? Jenny actually tagged me in a bit on Facebook about Paperboy. It just said the worst game ever on it a couple of days ago. But imagine if fucking Paul W.S. Anderson with Mila just went, hey, do you want to make a Paperboy movie? <laughs> the thing is, I would watch it. I, I would watch, watch it. <laughs> I would. Didn't they make one with Zac Efron? Am I imagining this? Am I having a stroke? 
I don't think they made a Paperboy film. Like, I, I mean, I'll look it up right now, so hold the phone, editor. The Paperboy! I don't know if that's about the computer game. The though. Paperboy. Probably not. It's not. It's based on a no. novel. Okay, so I knew there was a film called The Paperboy with okay. Zac Efron. Nothing to do with computer games. It's not about an adult doing his paper round like the game is. <laughs> I can't imagine that would be a good movie. Oh, shit. The Paperboy's got Macy Gray in it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, not again. <laughs> So this film had a budget 60 million. Spent a lot of money. Mm. I mean, Paul W.S. has done some terrific work in the past for Capcom, so I guess they just splashed the cast. He must have some, like, horrible secrets on them, because how are they giving him 60 million again? He produced it as well, so I don't know if he dipped into the trust fund a little bit. I don't know, but either way. There was a lot of people that produced it, let's put it that way. There was a whole list of people that were on this producing list, but I don't know. I guess it's going to sell. It's It's... Fucking Paul W.S. and me. Anyway, before I get angry. So the way this works for an introduction, just so you can understand why the fuck there's guns in this when there really shouldn't be guns, is that Mila has a bunch of army people from the U.S. Army and they're on like a convoy mission in the desert and they're doing nothing. (laughs) Like, they're doing nothing. They're literally just singing. Is that the mission? Yeah, they're singing and joyriding in the desert and that's all they do at the start of this film and I don't actually think they're doing much at the start of this film. And then they go through, like, electrical kind of storm happens and then they go through a time warp. Mm. Oh, okay, that's that's a thing. (laughs) And they end up in the monster. (laughs) To universe. I also right. like when you said the time warp. I went full on Rocky Horror in my head then, because that would be better. <laughs> oh, I think we all knew you would. <laughs> Just that sounds like it'd be more interesting if they time warped into the monster universe. But the thing is, like, they don't seem to even like acknowledge that this is a big deal. In the film, it's sort of just like, well, we're in a time warp, so let's <laughs> let's get on with it. I guess we're army soldiers. Maybe it just happens every time there's a storm. I, I don't know. It's, it's felt <laughs> every like time it, it rains. They've been here before. Yeah. Ooh, be careful of the storm. You might end up in a fucking time loop or something. It's just, ah, it's bollocks. Anyway, so they're all like, oh, wow, we're in this different world now and stuff. And it's like, okay, let's go explore. And basically, most of the team ends up getting fucked up at the start of this film. Besides Mila, but of course, in true Resident Evil style, she kind of dies like nine times in this film, but never dies. She's sort of invincible. Like she she's in certain si- <laughs> Yeah. It's a fair question with some of this shit he brings she's up. She's got feline features, hasn't she? Yeah, I guess. I guess. So. How can you die nine times and not really die? That's silly. I mean, she gets like car crashes. Well, she should be dead. Wow. <laughs> No, not her. Oh, dear. I mean, like, are we talking like Home Alone? Like, if that happened to her, she should be dead, kind of. Yeah, I think so, yeah. I don't know. With computer games, she could die nine times and reach her save point. I don't know. I don't know. She has a lot of this kind of stuff that happened in Resident Evil where you're like, surely she's dead now or surely this is the end. But no, she gets out somehow or something. And it just goes along in this film, like throughout the whole entire thing. She's fucking invincible, like is what I'm trying to say. So there's that side of it. But just as an overall with this whole thing, it is basically a brain dead action film. If you like giant monsters and you like seeing people fight big ass monsters, that's fine. You might like this film. That might be your kind of thing, but it's literally very brain dead. There's not much thinking power behind it. It's just she ends up on this world 
She has to now learn the ways of the monster hunter in order to survive because all her ammo is out now because she used it up when she was in the previous world. And now she has to learn how to make swords and stuff and eventually she becomes a monster hunter. Do they try and work out how to get home? Or is that not a thing? They're just like, oh, okay, we're here now. That's the end. They do, but... (laughs) They don't try very hard. fucking... (laughs) Again, I'm not going to try and spoil it, but like the way they do it is sort of accidental. (laughs) Everything is on coincidence, isn't it? Yeah, it's very like, oh, well, that just happened. Oh, that's convenient. You know, that kind mm. of style. It's like, oh, that's yeah. convenient. That happened. And I'll get to something at the end which makes the whole thing, like, redundant anyway, which I'll, <laughs> I'll say right, I'll leave it right to the very end. The one thing I will say about this, and I can't remember if this is a carry-on from the Resident Evil stuff as well, probably Andy, since he's seen it recently, might be able to remember. This annoyed me the most out of the entire fucking film. The whole film is edited like a fucking trailer. Oh my god, it makes me fucking motion sick just thinking about it at the moment. It's like, I don't know how to really describe it, but you know when you watch a film and people, when they talk, it's not normally one after another the voices come, you know, like someone's dialogue and then someone's dialogue. Mm. This film crams in so much of that into one like small space or, or scene that it feels like it's being crammed in there to show it like in a trailer so they can cram as much in as possible. But it's during like talking bits. So it's like constant hard cuts to people just saying a line. No one is taking a breather in this fucking film. They're just like endless talking, bang, bang, shooty, shooty, endless talking, bang, bang, shooty. No one just relax a little bit. Chill the fuck out. But they're hunting monsters. It's very stressful. Yeah, but I even if they have time to fucking sing in the car and all this <laughs> bollocks. And I'm like, why? Oh. The last oh. Resident Evil film was definitely like that. Yeah. It was so... constant, constant. There was no time to breathe. Yeah. From a camera perspective as well, it was like moving around unnecessarily. Yes. Just trying to look dynamic and make it seem like something was happening, even though nothing happens at all (laughs) and i imagine this is the same it kind of feels like it a little bit i can't remember again i think towards the end of the series of the resident evil slow motion yeah fuck me every fucking scene every fucking scene in this film has slow motion in it oh it's just like i'm fine with the overall film but i hate the way it's edited and like stuck together it just feels like a fucking like i'm gonna throw up and i'm on like a roller coaster or something and it's just like ugh, come I, on. Don't, I don't know if he edits his films himself i am but checking i want to see the lally cut get down all the footage hashtag release the lally cut <laughs> yeah <laughs> at least the 20 minute lally cut. <laughs> it's like, these are the only good bits that's all that's worth of this film is 20 minutes <laughs> but that was the issue i had with the final chapter of resident evil was that it was it was edited in such a bullshit way yeah and you know i'm not saying it has to be nuanced and has to be you know have elongated shots and let things lie and settle or create an atmosphere but it doesn't need to be like a fucking someone whizzing through a PowerPoint display, you know? Just fucking yeah. spamming the button to get through it as quick as possible. It, it honestly felt like that. Sounds like me going through one of my films. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a little bit. Which we will do. It, it just sounds like they had so much they had to cram into it. Like, nothing really happened. It's an hour and 40 minutes. And only, like, I would say there's three major things that are in this film that are, like, worthy. How many monsters? Not like how many, uh, but like how often do they fight monsters? Three? Uh, it's not enough for a film called Monster Hunter. They're different species, but they're like, they're huge. So that it takes a while for them to like get them down and knock them down and shit. But 
I mean, it just made me sick. Like, it just made me feel like I was on a roller coaster. I can't really describe it anywhere else, but like that, really. Yeah, I don't know why they edit it that way. It feels so rushed and over the top. And because it's rushed and over the top, it just feels like it's a fucking motion sickness going on the entire time. But I will say some of the scenes are cool. I like when Mila actually gets rid of the guns. That's actually the best bit of the fucking... Like, it takes a while for her to actually go, I'm out of ammo. And then she goes, oh, now I need to fucking learn how to use a blade and, you know, craft my own stuff. A bonus sword or a shield or something. And when she does, like, transition into that kind of style of fighting, I guess, it is kind of cool. It's very anime fighty kind of style, like jumping through the air, like in slow motion, <laughs> heading towards a monster and stuff like that. It's over the top. It's blown out of proportions. It's not realistic at all. But I see a lot of people liking that if they want to switch their brain off and just kind of watch a monster kind of fighting film, I guess. Yeah. Hmm. But it's a bit brainless. The other thing that annoyed me, which is just a carry on from Resident Evil yet again, and I fucking hate. I mean, I guess they have been told they can do this from the studio behind it all and everything. They set it up for a sequel, literally. Now, this is a brand new IP, technically. And I hate it when people have the fucking balls to think, oh yeah, this is definitely worthy of a fucking sequel and stuff like that. On the first film, please, no. Unless you have like a backlog of two or three other films in your series, then you know people are going to see it. You know people are going to or maybe like it and stuff. I hate it when they have the balls to think that they have a great fucking franchise. And of course, they're going to make money. And of course, it's going to sell. Is it a good film? Is it going to be a good series? No, it's not. It's going to be fucking <laughs> awful. So, fuck you, Paul, yet again. <laughs> Do you know what other series he did that I have forgotten about, seen the first one and didn't realise there were so many sequels? The Three Musketeers. <laughs> no, but he did direct that. <laughs> yes. Death Race. Yes, Death Race. With yeah. um, Statham. Was that ending on a cliffhanger on the first one as well? No, I think he like... oh it ended on a cliffhanger so not just they were like oh we set this up so there could be a sequel they were literally like part two coming what for monster hunter you mean it ends on no it doesn't end on cliffhanger it ends on like it's obvious that because that is some big dick energy there in in terms of like they showed the probably the most exciting bit right at the end oh and then stop the film (laughs) that's that's how it worked it's just oh it just oh it just drives me insane i'm sorry that i'm so angry about someone making a fucking film but and it's not because it's just a video game this could apply to any fucking film like honestly it's just annoys me i'm sorry to call you out again paul but it just annoys me (laughs) that you're still making fucking films and to be honest you still haven't made a good one yet or impressed me with anything, so I'm There's sorry. There's at least one in there that's a good film. Resident Evil 2, I would say. Well, so Resident Evil is good, I'd say. I personally quite like Alien vs. Predator. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I think the one that he should be proudest of and he should look to go back and do more in the style of is Event Horizon. Mm, I've not yeah. seen it. You haven't seen it? Dude, that's a slice of you, that is. Is it? Space horror. Oh, that, you're all about that shit. Yeah. I assume. Well, more space. Maybe I'll check it out. I'll see if, if he's actually made a good film. I think you'd like it because it is slower. There's far less action. It's creepy. I think you'll like it. Do you just think after Resident Evil, he went too far and he stuck with it? His style. I though? think after Resident Evil, he was asked because the first two are not bad. Were not bad. The third yeah. one, he was just a producer. Oh, he actually wrote it as well, the third one. He didn't direct the second or third. 
I think with Monster Hunter, they said, well, we've seen what you did with Resident Evil. Yeah. Can you do the same with this new franchise? And he's gone, yeah, sure. It's the fact that he's directing and written and produced Monster Hunter. All three. That's also annoys me. And Dan's like, you're no good at any of these. No, you're not. You're fucking <laughs> terrible in every single one of those. Maybe you can produce pretty well, just fucking rack up with some money. I don't know. Or just go, yeah, move a camera crew over there. Or something. I don't know. <laughs> but you just, come on, Paul. Just give it up at this point. I'm just begging you. Just stop. Just stop. Get a house in the hills or in a nice countryside. Make a Paperboy movie. Make a Paperboy movie. I would like to see how they would adapt that. (laughs) Just get a house in the hills with Mila. Start a family or so. I don't know if you have kids or something. Start a family. They do. She and a bunch of kids in one go. Great. Bunch of kids. Just take care of the kids and just just stop (laughs) making films. For love of God. I'm sorry, I'm being rude. But honestly, I just, I hate this film so much. But um, yeah, if you like brainless action films, why not watch Monster Hunter? Which is fine if you do. Yeah, it's absolutely fine. But I fucking hate them. And especially this one. It's crap. I don't care what those creatures are. We destroy them and close the gateway. I'm getting us all home. Anyway. <laughs> well, speaking of going through a film a bit like a trailer, everyone ready for my latest shit show of a movie? Oh, here we go. Oh. Yeah. So one of the things I like about horror movies is how they change over the time. So as a society, we are scared of different things. That's why you get your zombie movies. You had your kind of... Quicksand? <laughs> Murder dragons. Yeah, I was so scared of quicksand when I was a kid. Never, at least I'd never met any. That's not a thing. But you know, like when... <laughs> Russians, I mean, that was action films as well. Everyone was very against Russians back in the day and spies. Yeah. And, and it all depends kind of what we're scared about at the time. And one of the things I do and don't like about horror movies is that you can make them very cheaply and very easily. And sometimes okay. that's good. Oh, God. I'm already dreading this. So the thing I've noticed lately, and I'm not necessarily going to say we're scared of them, but I've got another film about a fucking influencer for everybody called Clickbait, which came out in 2019. Yeah. Before you started talking about influencer films, I thought, hey, I might find this funny. I mean, all three of us as influencers might find this funny. Uh, uh, Don't include me in that. Don't include me. I keep off the socials. As an influencer. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, I've now talked about a few that are kind of influencers and more apps and things like that. And I do have a few more. I did really like Spree. There's so many now at this point. So I thought I'd go with another one. I regret it. This was terrible. Heard that one before. (laughs) Yeah. This is a comedy horror thriller with a 4.2 on IMDb. That's usually a pretty uh, decent score. (laughs) It is compared to our normal films. Yeah, yeah. Well, there was no horror in this. A college student who will do just about anything for internet fame is kidnapped by a fan and her reluctant roommate is the only one who can save her in this horror satire of popularity culture. Spoilers, she doesn't get kidnapped until... 55 minutes into the movie, I believe. (laughs) Establishing characters, maybe? And love? No, didn't love any of these people. (laughs) Oh, okay. The key words I heard there were satire, so I can take this with a pinch of salt and I'm going to be totally fine with it. I can see what they were trying to do. Don't ever do it again. (laughs) So, Bailey is an influencer 
And the start of the film, there's a voiceover of an influencer who very sadly has cancer and is dying. And she's telling all of her fans how much she loves them and how it's very awful and she's dying. And you think it's going to be the main influence in the movie. It's not. It's some chick called Laura or Lauren. And our influencer, Bailey, is like, what a fucking bitch. She's knocked me off streaker. As we talked about with, what was the one with Cheaper? They cheap in? Yeah, instead of Twitter. That was Spree, wasn't it? Yeah. (laughs) So we have Streaker, spelt (laughs) S-T-R-3-3-K-E-R. Oh. Yeah. Um, Do you think they could come up with like more inventive names for Twitter instead of like Cheaper, Streaker? It doesn't have to fucking rhyme. Like every one of these seems to rhyme. (laughs) Streaker's more videos. That's the thing. They do call them videos, but I'm pretty sure they call them flashes. So I guess it's like, you know how you call them? They're videos, but they're TikToks. Yeah. Yeah. So in this, they're called flashes. And there's something to do with bolts. And it's called Streaker. Flashes and Streaker. Yep. I mean, it's fucking genius. <laughs> it's not. She wants to get five bolts. That's a good thing, apparently. <laughs> five bolts. <laughs> At one point, I felt so old. There's a note somewhere. She says to this guy, you're going to see how many bolts you get on your flashes without me around. I'm like, what does this mean? I don't understand. I felt like I... an old lady. <laughs> I mean, I am an old I lady, sort of but... love it, but sort of hate that modern day down with the kids talk, but not really. The thing is, they talk about it like I should know. So that's one of my first notes. She says that right. to this guy and we're quite early on. And I'm like, well, you haven't really established this. So I don't know what a flash is and I don't know what a bolt is. And I'm assuming a flash is a video and I still don't really know what a bolt is. Like a like? I don't really know. It doesn't really matter because it's I guess. stupid. I imagine it's like a rating. I guess like so. Like five stars. So as far as I can tell, Bailey's show is just her looking for weird people on the streets of Hollywood. We only ever see her do one flash. and <laughs> Just opens her trench coat. Yeah. There yeah. it is. <laughs> it sounds so wrong. She lives with her roommate Emma and they're going to a Halloween party. Bailey's dressed as a princess and Emma is dressed as a poop. They have a very long conversation in the car about how she's dressed as a poop and why that is different from being a turd or a shit or excrement. Maybe she's cosplaying as Patrick Stewart. Maybe. Maybe. She's basically wearing a top, a brown tutu and like a brown turban (laughs) to look like a poop. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. That seems more like a poop than a turd, I'd say. Yeah. She's like, I'm not a shit. I'm a poop. It's different. Yeah. There's a lot of unnecessary... Well, the whole film is unnecessary, but a lot of unnecessary dialogue, yeah. <laughs> Everyone is obsessed because Bailey had the top streak on Streaker, but now Lauren's dying of cancer. She's got the top streak and fuck that girl. And everyone is just obsessed with Bailey losing her streak. She goes up to this mm-hmm. guy called Brayden, which is not a name I've heard before. He's the one she's like, see how many bolts you get. They were going out, but now she's lost her streak. They're not going to go out anymore. <laughs> There's so much stuff I don't even need to include that I've written down. There's a very boring party montage. It looks like the worst party I've ever seen. There is a man in a Trump mask, which is not relevant until later. I mean, it's not really relevant now. But there's a guy wearing a Trump mask and he has a go at Emma because she's busy studying at the party. At 4am, Emma decides she wants to leave and she tries to take Bailey home. But she is very, very drunk. They get in the car, more unnecessary dialogue, and they have a very impassioned argument in the car where Bailey's like, you only like me for my flashes. And Emma's like, no, I just wish you cared about something more than clicks. It's all very like, oh, fuck. I think they're trying to take the piss, but it doesn't feel like it. it just feels like really bad acting. I mean, I guess there's people who talk like this. Oh, there's 100% people mm. like that, man. Yeah, I yeah. guess so. 100%. Yeah. yeah. So Bailey has a plan to get her streak back, apparently. And then the weird running theme of this film 
starts. I don't really know how to describe it. Try us. All the way through the film, there are adverts. Okay. I'm like, okay. There's adverts and it's all one product. Wasn't there another film that had a similar premise that there was like adverts in between that you watched as well? I can't yeah. remember what yeah, you yeah. was talked yeah, about. Yeah, I but... can't remember which one it was. This one was not good. This one was very odd. Okay. So it was for a brand of like Pop-Tarts. We all know the, right. the pastry things. Yeah, I've got some downstairs. Creamy goodness in the middle. <laughs> Creamy goodness. Jam in mine. Or chocolate spread. Yeah. These Cream. were called toot strudels because where there's fruit there's a toot or some bullshit (laughs) yeah so the first advert is so fucking weird the first advert talks about how you know it's you know um what are they called um where there's toot there's fruit something like that there's fruit in every toot or something but it's fruit spelt with two o's what's a toot so you know in infomercials where they're like look at this woman cutting bread she can't do it she's shit but if you buy our knife you can cut bread like a normal person yeah it was a bit yes. like that it's like they weren't pop tarts but you make your pop tarts too hot or too cold so now try two fruits or whatever with their radioactive technology so they're just the right temperature all the time something to do with radioactivity and isotopes oh that sounds really handy you could just get them out of the cupboard and they're really warm. Something That'd like that. Like, Man, that would save me about three minutes. <laughs> three precious minutes. <laughs> they also came in weird flavours like eggplant and later on cat. Oh. Ooh, interesting mm. idea, cat. It's a really long advert and it includes a competition by the man that invented them. He tells you about a competition to win a lifetime supply of them. It never comes up again. I'm not really sure what Emma and Bailey are studying at college because every time Emma's trying to remember something, it's about kinky people. She always says, kinky people can often find good sex or words to that effect. Like she's trying to like, what? Like I'm trying to. Th- Kinky people can often find good sex. Please tell me that is an actual line of dialogue. Yeah, that time, and I'm pretty sure she said something similar but different <laughs> earlier on. It was one of those things where by the third time she'd repeated something similar, I then thought to write it down. You know, but you know, just like oh, yeah. Yeah. the mitochondria is the nuclear of the cell or whatever. They'll do that in a film and they'll repeat that one line that they're trying to remember for their exam. Yeah. Hers was about kinky people. Don't know what she's studying. So then they try and get a bit. I don't mean fancy, but they try and get a bit weirder with it. And Emma has a weird dream that Bailey is getting stabbed in the shower. And they make a point of saying that the knife has the word doppelganger written on it. I don't think that's relevant or I missed it because I couldn't come back around to that. Okay. But they use all this weird imagery of like her in the shower and people in masks and blood and plug holes and, you know. So then they go onto Bailey's streaker account and there's a video of them getting home but neither of them filmed it, but it's on her account. So they have no idea who filmed it and they had no idea why it's on her account. But Bailey doesn't care because it's got 20,000 views and five bolts. So it's fine. Of course. Can we guess the ending at this point? Yeah. Yeah, do you want me to guess? (laughs) You got any ideas? Uh, Ghost. Ghost. No ghosts. Mm. Internet ghost. Probably. No? No uh, I reckon the uh, radioactive Pop-Tarts are cloning people and the person that kidnaps her is... Uh, is a Pop-Tart. Uh... <laughs> I wish that was true. Bollocks. I think you guys are overthinking it for how shit this is. Okay. Well, Can I have another go? those are the seeds yeah. they've planted. <laughs> and if that doesn't happen, then what the fuck are they doing? Remember in Teletubbies when Tinky Winky had a radioactive television? I mean, all the Teletubbies have. Are we watching something that's in a different... No. World? Think basic. (laughs) 
think super basic. All right. Does one of them just get kidnapped? Does Tinky yeah. Winky turn up and kill? <laughs> I wish. I wish he did. She does get kidnapped 55 minutes in. So she gets kidnapped right now. Oh, yeah, okay. you said that. Yeah, yeah. Right, that doesn't... right, right, right. Does she get covered in tubby custard? Stop, 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 stop. So they do their exam. They're talking to each other in the exam. The professor tells them off, but she really likes Bailey's flashes. So she lets her off. <laughs> mm-hmm. Bailey wants to leave college because she's famous. And even Emma's like, no, you're just internet famous. That's not even famous. True. Next note, where are the murders? There aren't any. Then there is a video of the stalker going through Bailey's underwear and they're wearing a white mask. But I am 99% sure it's the Trump mask that has been painted white. Oh, right. Oh, no. I don't know why. It could be any fucking mask. If they hadn't shown the kid in the mask at the Halloween party before, I possibly wouldn't have noticed it was Trump. It was very strange. Knowing what you know now, is it relevant Nope. Later on. No, no, the film of is relevant to anything. <laughs> so they just recycled the mask. Yeah. It sounds like it. Yeah. You know, the Michael Myers mask is very famous for being William yeah, Shatner. Yeah. It's like a Trump mask with his mouth open. You know, like the kind of shouty face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just painted white. Okay. Don't know why. So they call the police because obviously somebody is filming them and going through their pants and the policeman is fucking weird and really stupid and basically says nothing's missing. So there's nothing for me to do. Points out that it's his first case. So we've got this bumbling policeman. <laughs> mm-hmm. Three days from retirement. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't come up again (laughs) (laughs) no then we have a flash that is sponsored by fruit toots or whatever they're called pop tarts and it's like this flash is sponsored by and it's brayden and he's like welcome to my workout video and he's just holding like two wooden boxes and he just lifts them up and down for a while and he's like give it five bolts and that's the end of that uh-huh. <laughs> they're just putting in these adverts that aren't really adverts or like they're putting in the right. videos but it doesn't work I can't remember what that movie I watched with like you know with all the 80s adverts I don't know if we talked yeah, about yeah, it yeah yeah that's here. what I remember from what you talked yeah, about yeah I can't remember stuff. if we talked yeah. about that on here or if that was just a conversation no, we did, we I, think, did. I, think we I think we did I think we did yeah, yeah. like yeah. early early doors yeah and that yeah. was really good I mean there was way too many adverts in the end but they were really good but these just don't make any fucking sense more weird dreams and then Creepy Trump is filming them in their sleep because he's stalking them, but he's also doing it with a camcorder. I thought mm. these influencers had phones, but I don't really know what's going <laughs> on Classics, that. camcorders. He attacks them in their sleep and then runs away. So they call the police, like they call the same policeman and he's like, well, he didn't take anything and he didn't hurt you. So I will just hang out. I love police in movies. They're so shit. Mm. he's Every extra film. shit to be fair yeah he does sound like it yeah, yeah. two days from retirement at this point <laughs> he sounds like officer doofy <laughs> i'm trying to think if he's worse i feel like doofy had good intentions and was just shit did he <laughs> well yeah he did yeah, yeah. he tried mm. to help didn't yeah. he? Uh, did he try okay so he's like i'll just hang out outside and watch for stuff then we have another advert which is how to eat like a lady with Mrs. Wilson. Oh. And that is also sponsored by the Pop-Tarts. And it's just a video of Bailey's neighbor eating a Pop-Tart, but not like a lady. She's like, and shovel it into her face. <laughs> and then apparently my next note says, am I having a stroke? Because I don't know what is going on. I'm on board so far. No, you're not. I'm not that much of, because you said the satire at the start. When you say satire, then I don't. Like, I mean, it definitely falls flat. I think I laughed once and I can't even remember what it is. So I'm also desensitised yeah. massively. Yeah. You were yeah. having a day. It might have been funny if you were having a good day. I don't think so. <laughs> I say this to Andy nearly every time. He can. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking down my page at notes 
and it says, none of this is funny. I wish I was watching Carousel 2. So that tells you I would rather be watching the Killer Unicorn sequel than watching this, mm. which is a problem. After they've been attacked in their sleep, they go and get pretzels. They're sitting in the car and they're like, maybe we should go to class. I thought it was nighttime because they got attacked in their sleep. Yeah. And they called the cop and then they went to get pretzels and they're like, maybe we should go to class now. And I'm like, isn't it nighttime? But apparently it doesn't matter. All nighter. Well, they go to class. I remember she's talking about kinky people. Yeah. She's like, we should go to class. We're dissecting a person today. Oh, she's in the medical industry. <laughs> of course. Where would you dissect a body? I mean, if you were legally and medically. Legally? Yeah, yeah like not like oh, I'd do it in my garage. Like if you were at a college. A hospital? A hospital, yeah. Somewhere with some um, sort of lab, maybe. Art class, in an art studio. It might as well have been in an art class because they clearly just went into a classroom just with normal <laughs> tables and chairs. The fake body is so bad... I wasn't sure whether it was supposed to be a fake body. It's a paper mache kind of thing. It looked like one of those like resuscitation Annie dolls that they use. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was yeah. like, oh, okay. So maybe they're not really, you know, it's a fake person. No, she starts pulling out all these intestines and there's blood everywhere. This is the professor just on a table that's not quite big enough for the fake body. And then she pulls the heart out and she shows it to them. And then Emma passes out face down in the corpse. That's the weirdest geography lesson I've ever seen. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know what kinky people having sex and dissecting their bodies had to do with each other. I assume they were taking two different classes at college. Maybe they got their schedules mixed around. They got math class mixed up with body horror class or something. I don't know. <laughs> mm. I don't know. Then there's another sponsored video. This time it's about poop. Yes. A guy comes on screen and he's basically like, <laughs> if you eat two strudels, you'll shit a lot. And it's with you. <laughs> That's my kind of advert. That's the sort of advert that grabs your attention, isn't it? That's what they should do. Oh, well, luckily, that's sake. the one that comes in cat flavour, apparently. <laughs> so you are sorted, Andy. Your bowels will appreciate it, apparently. Perfect. I'm going to oh, shit out my own God. body weight. Yeah. I just imagine, like, any other advert we see on, like, television, like fucking bird's eye or something. <laughs> if you eat these chicken sticks, you'll shit. <laughs> I would quite like that sort of honesty, though. I mean, that would be great, innit? All those booze yeah. adverts, like... Monster cans and shit. If you drink this, <laughs> your ass will fall out. Yes. <laughs> Warning, may contain diarrhoea. <laughs> may contain diarrhoea as an ingredient. <laughs> as an outcome when you eat it. What's the outcome? May cause diarrhoea, not contain it. Those are two very different... Yeah, no, okay, may force diarrhoea. Violent diarrhea. <laughs> Is this the bit I sent you a clip of? I think it was, wasn't it? The poop. Yeah, so. it was, yeah. Followed by, I hate this <laughs> yeah, film. fucking awful. <laughs> Brayden turns up again. He wants to go on a date with Bailey because now she's got her streak back. Ah, oh, it's like Stella when she got her groove back. That's a deep cut. <laughs> That's exactly. a real Whoa. deep cut. <laughs> There's another advert and it's from the view of the stalkers. Like, I fucking love toaster strudel. I love two strudels fruit two whatever they were fucking called he's like i love them so i eat them when i'm out on a long night of stalking and they stay warm all the time and i can eat them out in the cold when i'm lurking around ah like hot pockets they really do sound quite handy yeah you could use them as like can warmers i'm not sure the radio- and then lick your hands afterwards and it'd be <laughs> yeah. delicious get on it kellogg's i'm not sure <laughs> the radioactive yeah. isotopes would be very good for you though like to eat. Uh, I mean, I've put worse things in my body. Of I was going to say, like this ginger monster. <laughs> Sounds horrendous. that he is actually not drinking. a sponsor. <laughs> so yeah, fifty-five minutes in, and Bailey is finally kidnapped. 
And then this is a question I have. Does chloroform apparently smells like vinegar? I didn't bother to look it up because I was too busy watching Batman. I haven't tried it. See, here's the thing. I've always been curious what it smells like, but I imagine whenever they try and smell it, they pass out. So does anyone know what it smells like? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Does anyone remember? I don't know. This is like a waterboarding thing for me. I kind of want to be chloroformed to find out what happens. <laughs> for fuck's sake. It's so weird. I've just Googled it. Chloroform is a sweet smelling liquid, somewhat like ether along with a slightly sweet taste. Apparently, oh. some people that say in labs say it can smell like acetone. So it doesn't actually smell like vinegar. I mean, I like I all know. of those smells. But so. they made a big thing about being like, it really smells like vinegar in here. Like, that's really weird. And then they're like, does it smell like vinegar or does it smell like chloroform? And they're like, does chloroform smell like vinegar? Yes, it does. But apparently, I don't think it does. So that's fun. So Trump is now live streaking the kidnapping because he's taken her. It was in the Trump mask. And she's tied to a chair and she's screaming and you're like, okay, he's going to try and murder her or something because we've now actually got to the part of the movie that the synopsis talks about this late in the movie. And Brayden, the professor and the neighbor are all watching The Flash and are laughing along. And she's like, why are you doing this? And he's like, because I want to be friends. Like, I love you and you're great. And I've seen you on the internet and I want to be friends with you and I want to do flashes with you and let's hang out. So... I was going to ask if Braden was the guy in the Trump mask, but since he's watching, I reckon it's probably Lauren the Cancer Girl. Nope, but she pops up in her own flash. She basically does a thing like, I only have a couple of hours left to live and I love you all and I hope they find Bailey. And it's really awkward because it is like supposed to be like the last dying video of this bald woman and it's really awkward. (laughs) And I was really uncomfortable. I did not like it. (laughs) So, okay, I'm not going to lie. I was obviously not paying the fullest amount of attention at this point. Sure. But I've got all the details. So Lauren's doing her video. It's very sad. And then I've just written, oh, it's the cop. Because he's literally, they go back to it. She says something and he takes the mask off and says something to her. And you're like, oh, it's him. It was like the shittest reveal, though. So the cop is the killer. No, it makes sense, though. He couldn't be arsed. He's the kidnapper. It explains why I didn't try and fucking solve the case. Yeah, but still... (laughs) Well, then it says, wait a minute, it's not real. So Bailey's in on it. So it was all fake to get her back to the top of Streaker. So she was in on it with the Oh, that's even fucking worse. Yes, told you, think basic. But the thing is, Emma thinks it's real. Everyone else thinks it's real. Bailey hasn't told anyone. Emma is panicking because she thinks it's real. She obviously tries calling the cop, who obviously doesn't answer because he's busy kidnapping. Then there's another advert and it is... A guy and a dead woman. It's like a very fake dead woman. It's like the head and the shoulders. Not really real dead woman. It's like the head and the shoulders (laughs) and then ribs. And he feeds her some of the Pop-Tart stuff and then he eats it out of her ribs, I guess, because it's gone down and then he gets it out of that general area. I mean... That's not how the body works. No, but, it might okay. be her stomach, but it just looks like he, she's eaten it and it's just gone down here. And What's that thing that birds do when they feed their young? What's the name? What's that? <laughs> what, well, they regurgitate <laughs> the feed up. Yeah, it's just another form of regurgitation, right? Well, he's not squeezing it like a bagpipe to get no. it back out, is he? I don't know. I, I, I don't know how he's getting it out, but... <sighs> There's a lot of weird imagery. Like, I don't know whether they're trying to be edgy. I know, again, it's a stupid satire comedy. You can get away with I it. I don't know, but it just, none of it landed. Just like some films. <laughs> I could see, like, the adverts were supposed to be getting weirder or creepier or something, but they just weren't. Right. M is now talking to this guy who has been throughout the movie, but I didn't take any notes on him because he didn't seem relevant. 
basically he just had a really stupid laugh he originally turned up at the halloween party and was a bit like <laughs> he had one of those laughs <laughs> Frank. That sounds fucking haunting. Yeah. So he just appears like I think he's in their college, and every time he walks past, he's just like, <laughs> and you're like, right, he's annoying. So Emma is watching a video, and she keeps hearing that guy's laugh in the background, and she's like, uh-huh. oh, where do I know that noise? And I'm like, well, it's him laughing. Like I worked it out, and she's going, oh. <laughs> sorry. Like she literally says to him, laugh, and he's like, what? And she's like, laugh. So he's like, ha ha ha, and she's like, no, laugh properly. It's so fucking stupid. And then she puts two and two together that she remembers him laughing like that from the Halloween party, and she suddenly goes, I know where Bailey is. And I was like, I saw you're working, but I still don't know. How did she get to that answer? Yeah, spoilers. Yeah. It's a bit like Batman with their riddles. I don't know how they got from there to there, but <laughs> it's nothing like Batman. Come. <laughs> It's not that good. So she's like, I know where Bailey is. So her and the laughing man run to wherever it is in slow motion. I think the entire way. But I don't know what the budget was, but I feel like they used all their budget on the song that played throughout the slow-mo because it was very kind of Adele-y, radio-friendly, I'm going to rescue you music. And I was like, this sounds expensive. Like, this sounds like where you spent all your money. I mean, I am disappointed it's not Brian Adams' run to you. Oh, I mean, that would have been good. I don't know if they could have That would have been perfect. Yeah. Brian would be on board. He did that horse film. Sorry? He did that horse film? Yeah. What are you talking about? The Brian Adams horse film. The the spirit... Spirit... Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a film where Brian, Adam, Brian Adams sings throughout the entire film, <laughs> and I've just about called it the Brian Adams horse film. Yeah, but he loves a horse, and he sings about loving the horse. Nope. Moving on. Emma runs into wherever they are and stabs the cop in the back, still in slow motion. But she's very angry. She's reached the end of her character arc. You know, she was a nerdy study girl and she's going to save her friend. And she stabs him in the back. And then all this blood comes out from under the mask. I'm assuming from his mouth, but it's like they've stuffed like four blood capsules in there and just had him spit them all out. Right. And then I'm assuming she flips him over because he hits the floor. And the next thing she's pulling out his intestines. Oh, callback. Yeah. And then she pulls out his heart. <laughs> I don't quite know how she's done that. My anatomy's not great, but I'm assuming. Yeah. Anyway. So it's still in slow motion. She's doing all this. And eventually Bailey manages to get out of the chair she's tied to because obviously it's fake. And she's like grabbing Emma and holding her. She's like screaming, I guess, and got the heart up to her face. And then it just says, this film was brought to you by Toot Strudels. And it does an advert. And that is the end. Um, um, what? Mm, yep. That's the end? Yep. What the fuck is all the toot strudel about? <laughs> <laughs> Buy some more toot strudel. That's all they want to do That's, is just to promote yeah. their product. Is there no relation between toot strudel and the rest of the film? <laughs> no, it's just... Aside from it being some shit fucking advert. Yeah, that's it. Oh, Pen, why did you fucking watch this bollocks? Andy, you were on board with this. What the fuck's wrong with you? No, he shouldn't be. What happened? Because it doesn't relate to anything. If they're tied in, fine. It's satire. I mean, it's not satire. It's bullshit. I'm sorry. I was going to watch Killer Piñata and I bailed. And I watched this instead and I massively regret it. I should have watched Killer Piñata. Not that I know if that's any better. But I thought I'd do my running theme of, oh, okay, apparently now we're scared of the internet and influencers and this is our horror movie thing right now. And some of them have been good. And yeah, like I said, some of the other films I've had with adverts in and like Spree, Spree did the whole influencer thing really well. I really liked that. And whatever that weird 80s film with all the adverts in was really good. But this was 
bullshit. It sounds bullshit. I'm not even annoyed by the plot. I'm annoyed by the fucking teach strudels that don't ever fucking turn up. <laughs> it was all just so basic. Awards, six wins and 16 nominations. What are you fucking talking about? For what? What award ceremony is this? The Arizona Underground Film Festival. Best horror oh, feature. Arizona. Get your act together and your football team. Oh, hang on. Look. Buffalo Dreams Fantastic Film Festival. Outstanding micro-budget feature. Yeah, all right. That's why. Again, we don't hate on films. We just um, disagree with some of the This things. is terrible. Don't watch this. It was an hour and 20 minutes, <laughs> and it took her 55 minutes to get kidnapped. The acting was terrible. The plot was nothing. The adverts were stupid. Don't watch this. Unless the adverts were supposed to be like the ads that flash up in between, like stories on instagram it's got to be something then like that. fine and the satire but i still i'm just annoyed at toot strudel i mean great fucking name shit fucking product <laughs> execution <laughs> shit product it's not real you fuck <laughs> you're talking about it like oh i really wanted to see oh, the toot strudel the man there's a toot strudel website there's fruit in oh, every toot oh my god oh if anyone's interested, toot, T-O-O-T, strudels, S-T-R-U-D-E-L-S.com. Add the Throw away your toasters. New toot strudels, radioactive flavours, use patented nuclear technology to self-heat to precisely the right temperature. Just open the packaging, exposing the atomic isotopes to air, and in seconds, your toot strudels are ready to eat. You can fucking buy t-shirts. Are you kidding me? No, you can't. All good. I mean, I'm buying a t-shirt. Well, I clicked the link and it just <laughs> took me to Amazon. So that's bullshit. Atomic eggplant flavor, radioactive watermelon, nuclear celery. <laughs> nuclear celery so good. <laughs> it's better than regular celery. We deeply regret that Toot Strudel's wholesale orders have been placed on hold so that the FDA and NRC can investigate ridiculous claims about the safety of our delicious and wonderful self-eating products. You may still find our products on some shelves in store that do not hate freedom and convenience. If they'd have put as much effort into their movie as they did in this stupid website... Then this is doing things for me because this is like an old website from the 90s. It is. <gasps> Which toot strudel are you? But it's not. There's a quiz. There's a bit about the contest with the guy saying that you could win the thing. There's a link to streaker.com. Which is a thing if anyone wants to watch poor sad Laura do her I'm dying videos. That's on there. Brandon's workout is on there. They've put a lot of effort into this. Oh, look, and there's an advert after Halloween sale of presidential masks. So they were doing... And Bailey looks like she's in her 30s. I've just seen a picture of her. Yeah, they were all too old to be in college. Oh, there's fruit in every two. And then a little asterisk to a bit that says, fruit contains no flavours, colours, pulp, or other natural derivatives of fruit or vegetables. Ah! Do you ever wake up in the morning and think, boy, I wish I could poop, but I can't. I drink a whole can of coffee and it's just not coming out. Not anymore with toot strudels. It'll make your bowels so soft, it'll just flow right out of your butt. Straight in the toilet. I don't even have to wait sometimes. Sometimes I'm rushing out there and I'm already turtling. Toot strudels. Comes in new three flavors, strawberry, watermelon, and also cat flavor. Toot strudels. Get it out while it's in there. Drop, 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 hear the sound in the toilet. Toot strudels will make you poop like a baby. Holy toot stroop fruit Batman. <laughs> Film out of the hat this week. Chosen by Andy, but kind of me as well. I'm putting this on Andy just in case Penn didn't like it that much. 
and she didn't like it, then there's something clearly wrong with Penny. We know that, though. Fell out of the hat was the 1966 version of Batman, the movie starring Adam West and Burt Ward and a bunch of other classic supervillains you remember from the TV show if you watched it back in the day. This is a film that's... Again, interested to see how pair because I know because Andy put it in that me and him would have a laugh about this, but I'm intrigued to see if this is a, a better film than Drive for Penny, <laughs> as I'm sure it might be anyway. But um. <laughs> put it this way, I was into it for about 40 minutes. But fuck, this film felt long. It was long, man. Uh, it is, yeah. I checked out. It's a movie that's stretched out an episode that's usually 30 minutes long over what an hour and 40. It's an hour 45 minutes so. long. It felt long to me yeah it did I think it came between series as well I think it was between series one and two of the original series I assume so because there was no we obviously know who they all are now but there was no yeah. setup. it was literally like Batman and Robin are in the sea doing a thing yeah they went straight into it so and that's where we'll begin this story <laughs> <laughs> so smooth I don't know been practicing that we get introduced to Batman and Robin who get a tip that Commodore Schmidtlab, <laughs> I think that's his, how, <laughs> Schmidtlab <laughs> is in danger on board his yacht. He doesn't know that though. No, they get a tip that he's on board a yacht yeah, and he's in danger. Yeah, but I love the fact that he had no fucking idea. He was just yeah. on the boat drinking tea, but not really on the boat. Yeah, great. that's true. Who fucking put in the coal then? They did. <laughs> they got the boat, didn't they? They took him off the, the boat. And, yeah, and yeah, took yeah. him somewhere else. Right. I kind of wanted to see ah. how they got him off the boat and put him on a fake boat, and he had no idea, but that's a different movie. But that begs the bigger question of why they did it, just to go look at our disappearing yacht. I don't know why they did anything in this film, to be honest. Oh, I love this film so much. Anyway, that we get the classic opening scene with Bert and Adam. I always refer to them as their actual names with a lot of films, but, you know, either way. Why would you choose to do that in Batman and Robin? What? I know how sometimes we call them by their names rather than their character names, but they're Batman and Robin. Well, it's Bruce Wayne and Dick Ward. Are we going to stick with that all the way through or are we going with Batman Bruce and Bruce and Dick. Right, Bruce and Dick are coming like okay. home to their lovely little mansion and they get the call and they go down the little stripper poles like they normally do. Hit an instant costume change lever. Mm. That's a thing. <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. My question is, if they have that technology, yes. why couldn't they engineer it to put their underwear on before the pants? The underwear goes because on Because it's a classic look. You've got to so have the underwear look. on the outside. Yeah, like, no, you but know. I was just like, if you've got that technology, I'd put my underwear on first, mate. I'm sure you can engineer it to do that. You've got to make the genitals at like a, a very <laughs> prevalent or very like high opening. <laughs> I don't imagine that's why they did it. I don't think so. Jiminy Key, Jiminy Gen- genitals, Batman. There we go. <laughs> anyway, they get to their bat copter. There's going to be a lot of bat things. <laughs> I have yeah. a question. Sorry, I'm going to have lots of really... Oh, God. Yes, I already know what's coming, but go on. I know what's coming. Right, what? Why does the Batcopter have wings? Oh, no, I didn't <laughs> notice that. Is there literally nothing named after Robin? I know he's Batman, and Robin no. is... A... No, there no. isn't. He doesn't get like a, like a, I don't know, like a Robin Frisbee or something. It's always the Bat stuff. No. Okay. A Robin Frisbee? I don't know. I was t- 
To be fair, I was trying to think of an example and I was like, oh no, they already did rope and spray and everything else with that in front of it. So I just wondered. Batman doesn't give a shit. He doesn't give a shit. He's fucking branding. His mansion. It's his brand. Fuck Robin. Yeah. Just one. I feel bad for him. (laughs) I don't. Anyway, in the Batcopter, (laughs) which looked like something a nine-year-old designed because it has wings on a helicopter. I get it. You're on brand, Batman, but uh, I don't understand the logistics of having wings on a helicopter. Anyway, (laughs) everyone looks in the sky and waves at them, even a bunch of girls on a rooftop going, I'm so glad they're up there doing their job while man quotes as they're having (laughs) a picnic. This film and the town itself, like this 1960s whole entire Batman thing, is like one big acid trip. Just this is what life is in a weird way. Our criminals are dressed up in fucking costume and so are It was a bit like their tax dollars paid for it. In a way, wasn't he? It's like, I'm yeah. glad to see our tax dollars at work with Batman and Robin doing For their a jobs. For a with wings. <laughs> <laughs> so they end up going to try find this yacht. Batman deploys the bat ladder. <laughs> and just in case you didn't know it was the bat ladder, it has a license plate on the end. Yeah. <laughs> it says bat ladder. Yes. <laughs> oh, this film is so good. So he deploys the bat ladder, goes down the bat ladder, and the yacht disappears. And oh no. And Robin, being the shit pilot he is, ends up dipping Batman into the water like some nacho (laughs) dip, like a little dip into the water so his legs go in. Pulls him back out. (laughs) Shock! This is where we get the infamous shock scene, the famous fucking shock scene. It's so obvious that a man is holding the tail of this toy shark, wiggling the tail. Yeah. But luckily, Batman shouts to Robin from the bottom of this ladder, hand me the shark repellent bat spray, which they have four cans of. Yeah, because one's, one's a manta ray repellent, one's a whale repellent. Yeah. I missed the last yeah. one. And one's, oh, so they're different. That. One's for sharks, one's for manta rays, one's for whales, and one's for something else. So they're very... I think oh, one's for jellyfish or something. Specific. The jellyfish repellent. I mean, I can't remember. Okay. After, I think it's something like that. It wasn't very right, efficient, well, though, getting it to him, was it? You'd think if you were going near the sea, you'd put the shark repellent in your bat belt or something. Yeah. Well, he probably <laughs> wasn't expecting to run into a shark, you know? Well, of course he was. He has the fucking repellent sprays handy it was in, in the, the helicopter. helicopter. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, but he, what's he going to do? What if he goes down with a shark repellent bat spray and he actually needs one for a manta ray? Then he's going to have to go back up, grab the other he one. He should put them all in his bat belt. How big do you think his utility belt is? I don't Mate, know. I think this... the bigger question is, it's just so obvious that he was ready for it. Like, you know, he knew what he needed yeah. to say. He's always prepared. He's like a like a cub. It's just the way he genius. was like, pass it to me. And poor Robin had to grab it. Do helicopters have autopilot like that? I don't know if that's a... I assume a little bit. Cause yeah, he, the I think they can hover. Because he has to literally get out of the helicopter and go down the ladder and give it to him, which doesn't seem efficient at all. It seems unnecessary that he had to like turn himself upside down. You know, He hung himself by his feet <laughs> to hand it to him. I know he's a gymnast by trade, but he didn't need to do that. There's actually one of the shots where you first see it, like wide angle shot where he I does it. that's not them. And when he does it, he's not even close to Batman, but the next shot he is, yeah. when he's close up to him. It's so brilliant. He ends up handing the spray to him, the shot goes down and explodes. Yeah, I was like, why the fuck did he explode? It was amazing. I mean, just amazing universe. I mean, obviously we find out later on, but... I was not expecting a fucking shark to explode in the first 10 minutes. (laughs) So they head back after finding this disappearing boat back to Commissioner Gordon's office 
where I'm Chief O'Hara, the Irish voice that really fucking sounds like it's not an Irish voice, it's too strong, is there, and I hate it. I don't even know if he's Irish. It doesn't sound like he is. It's terrible. It's terrible. It's really, like, put on, and it annoys the shit out of me. They deduce that it was... <laughs> <laughs> all a setup. My favourite one was, <laughs> is this where they were trying to work out which bad guy it was? Or am I ahead of myself? Yeah. Well, the first thing is they're talking to the press and obviously this will be a reoccurring theme and it's also another thing that will annoy people. But again, don't take it so seriously. This is a fucking silly film where let's call her Catwoman or Miss Kitka. What the fuck her full name was, I do not remember. It was like nine names yeah. long and I very Russian. It, but either way. But they go on to explain <laughs> about how if they were to remove their masks, their identities will be revealed and Robin chips in with support your police like the dweeby is and all that. <laughs> He's such a nerd, isn't he? <laughs> She's such He's a, a nerd. Nerd. But yes, she's there. Obviously, that's Catwoman. And that will play a reoccurring part later on when fucking Bruce is the worst fucking... When it comes to deducing identities. I don't know how anyone in this town can do anything because nobody (laughs) recognises anyone. No, No, they don't. Like, obviously, they don't recognise Bruce and Dick and he doesn't recognise her as Cat. Like, just nobody has any idea what... They've all got face blindness. I don't understand how anyone gets anything done. Robin just just has a Zorro mask on. That's his disguise. That's it. I'm surprised, actually, there aren't more bad guys because you could be like, I will just put a thing over my face and no one will know it's me and I'll rob it back. Just have a selection of hats and you'll be (laughs) absolutely fine. You'll be fine. It's hat man. Oh no. Just draw a mask on. The way they deduce (laughs) that it was a setup by the United Underworld, which is a gathering of... It's like the Justice League, but the villains of Justice League. The anti-Justice League. The Injustice League, you could say. Oh, the Injustice League. Very good. Yeah, very good. Well, that's what they're called in the comics. Yeah. So Batman says, it's pretty fishy. (laughs) Should I do it like Adam West? Pretty fishy. What happened to me? Are you going to do it like Adam West? Yes. Oh. (laughs) It happened at C. C for Catwoman. (laughs) Exploding Shark. Was pulling my leg, the Joker, all adds up to a sinister riddle. Riddle-er. So bad. That's so stupid, isn't it? It's so stupid. I don't know how they got any of, from the riddles, and they're like, what's like yellow? And I can't remember what the ballpoint pen was. I don't know how they worked out any of this shit. I would still be at the beginning going, it could be any of them. I don't know. The thing about it, and it is a reoccurring theme, is that this film is even though it's silly, it's quite self-aware that it's silly, which makes it kind of funny. I think it's aimed at kids. Yeah, but there is that kind of... Especially, like, when they talk about uh, later on in the film about, like, social commentary on, like, governments and stuff. It's like, (laughs) it's the same thing. There's parts of it that is like, oh, this is kind of little bits for adults as well that only the adults will really understand. But I like the fact that a lot of the times fucking Robin comes up with a solution to a lot of this stuff and he goes exactly robin who would have thought of it and we're all sat there going what (laughs) it's brilliant i love it i love it i love it yeah so they deduce that it's all the most powerful villains who look like the campus villains of all time obviously (laughs) is the joker the penguin the riddler and the Catwoman, who was definitely not just in the room just now. <laughs> we get some Dutch angle madness at the bad guy's hideout. Fuck mm. me, it's fucking slatted cameras galore in that yeah. fucking place. I don't know if the floorboards are just fucking walloped or 
something, but Jesus Christ, I mean, I don't know why they did that so much. I mean, I couldn't work out whether they were on a boat or whether it was yeah, on land, because they had a headquarters on boat. I thought it was sinking or something. It looked like it was sinking well, on land. Is that where they kept, what's his name, Slipple Slap? What's his, what's his name? Slipple, Slipple Slap? <laughs> Schmidlap. Commodore Schmidlap. Schmidlap. Yes. Oh, I was close. Slipple Slap. Sure, why not? Because isn't he in like a little makeshift thing? Like a little makeshift yes. room. To make yeah. him think he's at sea. Yeah, yeah, so they've got someone out. So if they were on land, <laughs> how are they making it move like a boat? They've just got a picture outside and a man going... Because <laughs> it's so, so silly. fucking stupid. It's silly and stupid. That's okay. just... It's silly and stupid, but like in a funny way. I know we talk about when... Oh, like, yeah. Fucking Penny's film. It's silly and stupid, but like this is silly and stupid, but it's like, it's just funny that This way. is why I was really into it for like 40 minutes and then I was out. <laughs> Cesar Romero really did not want to regrow his moustache, did he? No. Oh, he was like, no. paint over no. that sucker. I don't want to deal with that shit. No. He has a great moustache though, if you see him he without makeup. He was a, a bit of a ladies man back in the day, from what I read. He was, yeah. So, good, good facial hair. Just made me laugh. I was like, oh, he wasn't letting go of that for anyone. <laughs> so, what we learn from this really incredible plot is that <laughs> Commodore Schmidlab has this device that makes things uh, so apparently disappear, which is linked to the whole yacht and all this kind of stuff. And he kind of tells the Joker that there's something buried, like a, a treasure that he has buried, so he wants to get back to it. And then, obviously, the Joker hears about this and he's like, oh, everyone, we should grab this thing and all that kind of stuff. The bad guys have a submarine that has webbed feet. Discuss. <laughs> it's supposed to be the penguin submarine, right? It is. It is indeed. Yeah. Later on, don't they call the Navy and say, have you sold a submarine lately? And they're yes. like, yes. And they sell it to a Mr. P.N. Gwyn, which is fucking great for starters. <laughs> but I love the fact that they not only bought a submarine... But they also added flippers and a penguin nose and painted it before they put it in the fucking ocean. Because it's painted like a penguin. <laughs> it is. Which is not very discreet. No, none of it is discreet. None of this fucking... <laughs> well, the periscope. Yes, the periscope. The periscope is also a tiny penguin. Yeah. And... There's a lot of that They've in the got film. bookshelves. Yeah. Did anyone check out the bookshelves? Yeah, jokes, yeah. riddles. Jokes and riddles. All that yeah. kind of stuff. <laughs> I was like, I love that they're trying to take over the world, but we need a bookshelf in the joke books and a bookshelf <laughs> for the riddle books. And we need to paint everything to look like a penguin before we can start our plan. This film is all about branding, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Batman and Robin learned that it was a projection in the water of this boat and they're going to head back because they noticed there was uh what are they called the things in the water i forgot the name the of it boys now. no what's what are they, called? they were just big boys and that had cameras yeah on they it. were boys are they called just boys is that what they yeah. were called in the water yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. right so there's this boy that was in the water <laughs> so they think that the actual hologram <laughs> of the boat I mean, it's strange to say it like yeah. that, but that's the way they're called. They see it in like a photo that they took from the helicopter. So they go back to where they were. There's a lot of backtracking in this. Fuck me, there's a lot of backtracking. So they go back to where they were and they find this boy <laughs> and they open up the boy <laughs> to find that there was in fact a projector on it. But oh no, they are caught in a magnet trap that's gluing themselves to the boy and bit. now the submarine is heading towards them with the bad guys in it and about to fire torpedoes. First question, why don't you just take off your fucking belts? Come on. Because Batman never takes off his utility Because belt. his wife fronts will fall down. Yeah, his... His, <laughs> his little pants will fall down. Batman trousers. His bat trousers will fall down. His bat pants. You don't want to see the bat penis. That's not professional. No. <laughs> it's not the first time he's been stuck to a boy though, is it? 
fantastic. Oh. In true Batman fashion, <laughs> he has a radio detonator in his. If I can just reach my radio signal thingy, my bat signal thingy, and it's a thing that will jam the signal of the torpedo so it just explodes early before it hits them yeah Mm -hmm. funny enough they're firing all these torpedoes at him one by one and not realizing that oh we should just keep firing the torpedoes (laughs) even though he's easily fucking stopping them but of course batman forgot to recharge and put some double a's in there because he shouts out the batteries are are dead dead. (laughs) doesn't he stop a couple of them two or three but then then the batteries die yeah but then the batteries die of course we've all been there fucking duracell he got some Tesco Value batteries yeah. in there. It needs some Duracell. Other batteries are available. And then the final torpedo comes towards them. We don't see what happens, but we hear an explosion. All the bad guys think, hooray, we finally killed Batman. And in true Batman 1960s fashion, they're on the speedboat. And then they go into a little story that describes how heroic and noble it was of that animal to hurl itself into the torpedo so they wouldn't die. What animal? A dolphin? It surely is a fish of some proportion. It can't be a little fish. It wouldn't stop a fuck. It must be a dolphin, right? The dolphins aren't that big. Definitely don't. I know, but it's just sad that a dolphin died. I don't remember this part either. But I mean, I was zoning in and out. How do you think they got out of it? To be fair, they're not very nice to animals in this. There's an exploding shark, an exploding octopus. The way Catwoman treats her cat is not great. Yeah, that poor kitty. The 60s were a terrible place. Probably. (laughs) Probably. They had this shit on telly. (laughs) So anyway, bad guys launch a nuke with stock footage. (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it's not a real nuke it's a riddle nuke of course it is and it turns out like it creates a riddle in the sky made out of smoke i want to know what department does that because that sounds like a good job what do you do i put riddles into missiles what that's really complex to do that to get that right spot on yeah know? and it was a lot of words it's not like you know when yes, you do skywriting you can only have like six two words riddles. yeah it's two different riddles yeah. and the spacing and the typesetting was wonderful yeah very impressed crystal clear it was mm. it looked like times new roman to me I great think. font great size tenor. surprised it wasn't comic sans <laughs> again reoccurring theme if you haven't really seen batman the villains always try to give them a chance to catch them. Yeah. <laughs> this is yeah. what they do in this. For no reason. They just love the thrill of the chase, I guess. I guess that's just how they like to live their life. But they deduct this stupid riddle in a really stupid way involving an animal with machine gun, which is the answer to one of the riddles, which I was like... Is it, what? what does a turkey do upside down? What weighs six ounces and sits in a tree and is very dangerous? Oh yeah, a bird with a machine gun. Which is... Of course. Of course it is. <laughs> Of course. Yeah. yeah. Of course it is Robin. Says mm. Batman. This is all just to tell Batman that it's all four of the bad guys. <laughs> literally, that's all it's for. Yeah, literally just to hint <laughs> yeah. it's them. Yeah. Meanwhile, the bad guys decide, you know what we're going to do? Catwoman. We're going to kidnap a very famous millionaire or famous person and get Batman oh, to lore. Not many of those about. You can't no, see me winking. Not in this world. We're going <laughs> to fa- capture a very famous millionaire get batman into our hideout and we've got like a jumping jack thing on our floorboards that will push him through the window and go into (laughs) an exploding octopus fuck me that's a mouthful why don't they just catch him into the hideout and and then fucking shoot him yeah why don't they just buy a gun (laughs) (laughs) or even just one of them throw him out the window why does it have to be a jack in the box 
Because it has to, it has to be, be so much cheaper than an exploding octopus. <laughs> it has to be dramatic, guys. You don't understand. It has to be really dramatic and all over the place. And yeah, whatever. So they decide that Catwoman is going to be disguised as Da, Da, Miss Kicker. Again, really terrible Russian accent. But anyway, she's going to disguise herself as Miss Kicker, who earlier on, Batman, aka Bruce Wayne, kind of had a little bit of a love bite for her. When you she mean they the... saw each other and he was like, she's fit, I'd bang her. Yeah, she's fit. I'll bang her. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, in she... fairness. Yeah, she is fit. You know. <laughs> okay, thanks, Andy. <laughs> thanks for your comments. <laughs> so she ends up going to Bruce Wayne Manor and she's saying, Oh, I got this note that do you think it's anything to do with the bad guys and stuff? And maybe you can get Batman involved. Maybe, Bruce, you could get Batman. I'm just saying, just saying, you get Batman, Bruce, bring Batman. He's sort of like, Yes, but why don't we discuss this over dinner he's so fucking smooth he's very smooth he's so smooth however he goes on the date and i don't know if you guys noticed this and i think he stole my fucking gimmick and i'm really annoyed with this and i only noticed it this time when i watched the film he watches movies about computer games no 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 i thought that was your gimmick (laughs) oh genius i have many gimmicks that was perfect oh Oh, don't get me started on how not subtle any of them are no i know i know when they go on the date and they're there with the nice music or kind of and they're sat there bruce is drinking from a wine glass it has milk in it does it (laughs) (laughs) i hadn't noticed a hundred percent it has milk in it wow maybe he was just trying to get a white russian in him does he not drink is that why he wouldn't thank you jesus christ man (laughs) this podcast is (laughs) cancelled they go on a date and while this is happening robin and alfred are sat in the fucking batmobile alfred's little goggles (laughs) yeah with his glasses over (laughs) the fucking (laughs) so stupid (laughs) so robin is monitoring the date how he's filming this from the perspective of what we see like i don't know another one of those films where it's just showing the footage of the no no they're watching he's watching the film that makes their weird talk about climaxes even weirder yeah robin gets a boner basically and from what he sees and he's like i just can't do it alfred there's some things you just have to not see or it's too personal what we're about to watch and then like someone basically getting it off Batman has a wet dream vision. <laughs> that was so weird. They're sat next to each other with their faces yeah. looking forward, but like their faces are touching and then they yeah. shut their eyes First and they date. talk about climaxing. <laughs> it's very First date, they like to get the third base, I think, of this right. <laughs> I have definitely zoned out in big pieces of this. You missed this bit. Oh, Andy, professional. She's like, dream, what's your dream? And he's like, I dream of of something. And it's like he's having an orgasm. Yeah. A little, or she's giving him a hand job or something. <laughs> he says climax at one point. One of them says climax. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He does. He does. But while he has his eyes closed, Catwoman Miss Kit Kat has a fucking Morse code cat thing in her back. Oh, I missed she's that. She's giving the Morse code back. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. She's giving Morse code back to bad guys and where they are and all that kind of stuff. Another thing that we mentioned before, how obvious it is that these people are not very good at keeping their disguises they go back to her place she has a bathrobe on on her bathrobe is a logo of a fucking cat (laughs) Mm -hmm. well she could just be a crazy cat lady i mean she even looks she just she has the same haircut again like robin just the mask it's the only thing that's just bruce number one detective in whole of gotham can't even fucking work out this woman and he's spoken to her so he knows what she sounds like (laughs) fucking love it the bad guys end up ambushing Bruce in the thing. Obviously, Bruce still thinks Miss Kit Kat is Miss Kit Kat, and she goes along with it. 
the fights ensue. I was very uh, upset man, with this. Very obvious. No, 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 no. Big no. capital letters. Where are the pals and the bangs and the kapows? You get them later. They hold you to it. Do they? He wasn't Batman at that point. Yeah. I don't remember seeing Oh my God. Have you guys watched this film? Well, after 40 minutes, no. <laughs> he wasn't Batman at that point. He was still Bruce Wayne. So. Yes, he was still Bruce Wayne. So the powers weren't enabled. Were there actually kapows later on? Did I miss them? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Fine. <laughs> this is usually the part where you see there's a lot of stuntmen that are very obvious in the fighting scenes. Pretty much everyone is not who they look <laughs> like they are when they're fighting. Anyway. Jetpack yeah. umbrellas though. Yeah. Bruce is captured, so is Miss Kika, kind of. We get a, a headline, which is fucking brilliant. <laughs> Bruce Wayne and girl companion kidnapped. Attractive girl space friend seized in Snatch or something. But there's also stuff on here that says, like, new zoo recreation area. <laughs> there's so many different, like, different <laughs> things on this one newspaper. I'm so obsessed with newspapers and, like, you know... 1960s 50s films because i don't look at the main headline i look at everything else to see what they put in like for easter eggs or anything yeah there's stuff here that says property increase but some other property doesn't that's like a fucking headline (laughs) that's funny that's funny that is on there that's good i did like all the details though like with the bookshelf and the periscope and the stuff like that i did like all that although can i ask the bad guys henchmen on all their jumpers. Yes. The pirates. They were called <laughs> yes. GP number one. Was that what it was? I didn't know what it stood for. Yeah. So we get to see, I think it's the next scene, we get to Sorry. see what this whole invention actually is. And it's about dehydrating <laughs> Dehydrating people the in, pirates. <laughs> so they turn into dust, but you can rehydrate them later. Uh, I think you'll find uh, it's sherbet when we get to later on. Sherbet. decided. Yeah. So they test this out, Penguin and the Riddler and Joker and all that. They test this out by using guinea pigs. And they oh! have. Now she gets it. Yep. Now With they you? have guinea pig one. <laughs> I like that they got sweaters two. made for them. Yeah. And they don't seem phased that as soon as one of the guys gets zapped, they're just like, yeah, whatever, I'm into this. Yo ho ho, sir. There. It's all good. So yeah, they test it. And this whole invention is about turning people into dust. And then yeah. it's an easy way to capture people, I guess. That's the Is it though? Scenario. Picking up dust sounds really difficult. <laughs> it, it's, it does sound difficult, especially if it gets in the carpet or like through floorboards. Yeah. I'd be kind of worried. And then obviously you know? later on, they collect quite a lot of different colored dust and you've got to keep that separate and put it in little tubes. Mm. And... You have to get a yeah. Dyson to get all the dust. <laughs> and obviously that's why everything goes as it does, as we know, near the end. Yeah. Bruce Wayne is currently kidnapped. He sees that Miss Kika is also kidnapped, and he's like, I'm going to get you out. I'm going to fuck these guys up. He doesn't say that. (laughs) (laughs) I wish he did. It's like his best performance of the whole entire... He's like so angry with them. He's just like, oh, like angry Bruce. The thing is, he's kidnapped, and he's in the room with Catwoman. Yes. And he's like, where is she? If you've hurt her, I'll kill you all. And she's like, oh, hang on a minute. Um, Blindfold him. And then they go to a different room and then she's Miss Kit again. And he's like, oh no. Like I was saying, he doesn't fucking. Yeah, I know. But he's, he's fucking dumb. stupid, isn't he? He's smitten with love. He can't tell the difference between the two. He's just in love. That's all. No, he's, he's just a fucking dope. Surely that's worse if he loves her and he can't tell the difference. Oh, but the heartbreak later on, I'll get to. Oh, it's just, oh, mate. It's like top 10 anime betrayals. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> 
He eventually ends up escaping, punching. He gets out. He dives dramatically into the water. He ends up escaping very easily because he's bad guys in the world. <laughs> bad guys in the fucking world. And he gets back to Wayne Manor and he's like, I know where they are. Let's head there now. And they also have like a thing that makes people turn into dust. And I think they're going after the UN people because I heard them talking about it. There you go. <laughs> he heads back. Shit. Hang on. There we go. He heads back to the same place. Again, we backtrack and forward. It's so this long. whole film takes place in four locations. Yeah, I know. It's really yeah. dragged out a bit. But we get the infamous bomb scene that Andy <laughs> loves very much. Wait, first of all, yes. why does Robin hate alcoholics? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they go to this like not like a they go to like a wharf, don't they? Like well, like no, a, no, like the, the, the that's where the base is. In, is yeah. yeah, the hideout is in the back of this like bar that's at the pier, essentially. That yeah, yeah. and they out, climb yeah. up the wall. They do that famous Batman, yes. and Robin is just <laughs> yes. like, wouldn't they have like noticed a lot of people in costumes like us wandering around? And Batman says something, but he's like, oh yeah, alcoholics. They basically don't know shit. They're social commentary. Yeah, he's really mean <laughs> about them. But then later on, Batman's like, no, Robin, because alcoholics are people too. Yeah, it's so, so weird. But this is this is what I mean about like there is some adulty things that only adults are really get. I guess in terms of no, that I think sense. this is still aimed at kids. I think it's just teaching kids to be accepting. Was, yeah, don't yeah. drink, but if you do drink, you are still a human too. And you know, it's fine to run around in a cape because apparently no one will fucking notice. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, absolutely. They end up going back to the hideout, Batman and Robin. They find a bomb that is the most 1960s bomb I've ever seen in my life with the firework coming out the top of it. It's a cartoon bomb, isn't it? It's so good. It's round. Yeah. It has no, like, string on the end. Like a danger mouse bomb. Yes. Very odd. Batman grabs it. He's running around (laughs) on this pier trying to get rid of this bomb. He bumps into some nuns. Yep. Yep. He bumps into a mum with a baby. Yeah. He bumps into a band... Twice, Twice. Bands, yeah. that play the very small same section of music over and over yes. again. And they don't know, <laughs> yeah. they're not affected by the fact this man is running around with a fucking No one has noticed. No one has noticed. <laughs> it's like they are actually invisible. Yes, it's like NPCs in a fucking video yeah. again. They're just like, he's running yeah, is, around yeah. like trying to get rid of it. And it's, it's not like, even yeah. like Batman's running around. Batman's running around with a fucking great bomb. <laughs> with, with it's a huge. Bomb. <laughs> yeah. It's bigger than his head. Like, it's huge. <laughs> He goes to try dump it in rivers, but there's like people kissing. There's people. Some guy coming up a ladder. He's like, "No, I'm not going to go there." He finds some fucking ducks, which I do appreciate. <laughs> not the ducks. I do appreciate you didn't chuck it in with the ducks because I would have fucking hated him for the yeah. rest of this fucking film if he did. And eventually, typical fashion, we don't see what happened. The bomb exploded, but he magically <laughs> managed to stay behind some really strong iron bars. Yeah, that, yeah. It's yeah. tricky, isn't it? He just it? tells Robin. He's like, "Yeah, I got rid of it, but I saved myself." behind these things some days you just can't get rid of a bomb and i yeah. think that's a life lesson we yeah. can all appreciate absolutely <laughs> meanwhile the penguin shows up now he's not the penguin it is the penguin but he's in a different disguise yet they notice him he's slipple slap whatever he's like what was his name? <laughs> yeah. I can't remember. he was pretending <laughs> to be the kidnapped slipple slap man but yeah they're like yeah. you're not him you're the penguin <laughs> yeah but they notice that straight away which makes me think, why haven't you noticed everyone else? Uh, Is it because like, he's got a very yeah. penguiny? He's got a funny nose, isn't he? Sorry, not funny. He's got a misshapen nose, the penguin. 
So his facial I mean, features. I mean, he's smoking. A he probably as well, said. Like he he probably yeah, he's still fucking quacking all the time. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's not exactly. exactly subtle, is it? So they know it's penguin, but they're like, "Would you be okay coming back and doing an eye test to see?" You have to prove that you're penguin, even though we know you're penguin. Yeah, we're gonna take you back to where our hideout is. Where there's blindfold, things get kinky. Wait, wait. They take him back to the hideout because they're like, "You're the penguin," and he's like, "No, I'm not. I'm slip and slap." <laughs> And they're, so like, and they're like well, we will test your fingerprints let's see your hands and he holds up his hands and they're like your fingers look weird he's like yeah i burnt them they like you look like you've got plastic hands and he's like yeah i burnt them ironing something and the doctor that reconstructed my hands used plastic so i don't have fingerprints so you can't test them with the fingerprint thing that you've got in the back mobile convenience it's just convenient but you've got an iris scanner instead yeah but you, we <laughs> yes. have to come home with us to use that one and he's like okay it's like blade runner Great. does he want to anyway. go with them <laughs> yeah. yes because what he does next <laughs> yeah okay so anyway he, they take him back and they wake him up with the bat wake can with the, yeah. the what the bat the wake bat can, can. Wakes up people. The bat wake can, of course, you know. Yeah. I think I checked out at this point, so I did not know what the bat wake can was. It's essentially deodorant that they spray in his eyes and it wakes him up. And he's like, ah, morning. It's just Africa by <laughs> Just rebranded. Fair. That would wake anyone up. So they take him back and before they can do the test, he's like, can I get some water? And they're like, yes, over there by the clearly marked display water dispenser. <laughs> Everything... Everything in the Batcave is clearly marked, as we've all noticed. He goes to get water, but of course he's got the dehydrated henchman tubes. And he's obvious that he's doing something behind the fucking desk counter, whatever you want to call it. So obvious. And then they appear. But then when they get touched, they disappear? Yeah. Inform into nothing, into matter. They're like completely gone from this world, like now. So because they use hard water, it makes right. the molecules unstable. Oh, is that sure. why it was soft water? It yeah, was, yeah. Oh, yes. Okay. Soft water, yeah. Later on. So they use the hard water. They disappear and turn into antimatter. Yeah. Yes. And then Robin's really sad because he's like, does that mean it won't come back? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I miss them. Yeah, Batman, who is known for not killing people kill people <laughs> and he talks about killing a lot of people in this film sometimes robin it's good if you slice the throat quite quickly <laughs> you want to be silent as you do it needs silent but deadly if they were alcoholics robin wouldn't have cared no. robin would have stabbed the fuck out <laughs> yeah <laughs> the more alcohol in their blood the thinner it is and the quicker they drain <laughs> make sure you get them drunk before you stop <laughs> Christ. You got a bit too oh, real there. We could make a really good horror film. <laughs> so that plan fails, and then obviously they're like, "This is obvious. It's the penguin." But they go along with it. Bruce is like, "Oh, sorry for your troubles, Commodore. You're clearly not the penguin. It's clear that the henchmen were buried or hidden within you when you got that water." Oh, yeah, so they someone appeared. put them on you. Yeah, I get what he's doing, but either way, yeah, thick as shit. <laughs> Is how I would describe him. <laughs> so they bring him back, and while they're driving, and while Penguin is knocked out, they give Robin a pill, and Robin takes the pill. They wake up Penguin in the car midway through their drive, and of course he gets his stinky umbrella <laughs> thing <laughs> that makes them knocked out. Oh yeah, out. it just like it goes a bit smelly, doesn't yeah. it? And he wiggles it in that man's yeah. face, and he falls down. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 
pretty much. He ends up stealing the Batmobile. And oh no, but it was all a trick. Batman and Robin knew about this. And they're like, we can use where he's heading to head to where the hideout is. Let's go back to where we were. I'm assuming there's Bat GPS, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes. But then again, it's just so like back and forth. It's like, let's go back to where we were. And let's track him now. No, no, <laughs> it takes a long time to take over the world, but this is getting silly. Yeah. Like, it's taking too it, long. It does take a while. They find a conveniently placed bike in a bush. <laughs> yeah, a bat bike. When he said, let's use the bat bikes, I thought it was going to be a tandem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they use the bat bike, then get to the bat copter... Oh, that crash. Did you notice this bit? I know what you're going to talk about. I was so confused by this. When they get close to the helicopter, right? And they're still on the bat bike at this bit. Batman goes, disengage go-kart to Robin. And he moves like 50 meters, just disengaged. Well, he's in a sidecar, isn't he? So he's in the yep. sidecar. So the sidecar but- detaches and then he rolls to the other side of the copter so they can both jump in one side But each. the only reason they detach itself from the bike is so he can get in. The other side. He could have just got. Oh. I mean, I did think that was weird. What I found weirder is that they called ahead to the airport, and then you saw scenes of the airport stopping flights so that the backcopter <laughs> could take off. And then they just fucking crashed it anyway. Yeah. Oh. So yeah, they end up flying the backcopter, heading towards wherever the fuck they're heading towards. <laughs> Another nuke goes up in the air. It doesn't hit the backcopter. It just kind of goes in front of the screen really badly, and the like foreground is the helicopter essentially yeah it doesn't go near them but through evasive action they are now going down in the backcopter and i fear this is the end robin batman shouts they lose mm. control screen goes to black and they land in in they on wobble foam. a bit yeah it's very dramatic i cried i shed a tear i thought this was the end <laughs> they land at the foam rubber wholesalers convention on a bunch of foam yeah. Again, no one really pays attention around them. They're just kind of getting on with their day. Which makes me think that everyone is just like, either Batman's on acid, and this is all in his mind, or everyone else is on acid, and they are just paying no attention. I don't really Because know. they pay their taxes for him, they're just used to him, maybe. So proud. Yeah, they're such fucking clumsy idiots this happens that this happens on a near daily basis. Man, it'd be such an easy job to fucking do police work in that place. I'm just saying. It's so easy yeah. to catch them. Mm. I'd be a fucking hero. So yeah, they survive. Yeah. Another silly cloud riddle. Again, leading to where, or the UN, where they're heading towards the UN building. Is this the turkey one? Uh, this is something Well, we've else. missed the banana one, haven't we? Did we did miss the banana yeah, one. Yeah, this is the egg one. Because there was one about what does a turkey do upside down? It gobbles up. <laughs> I was like, does it? What was the banana ballpoint pen? Uh, what has I... yellow skin and rights? A ballpoint <laughs> banana. Yep. I don't know what a ballpoint banana is. Yeah, I don't either. Followed by what people are always in a hurry, rushing people. Russians. Russians. <laughs> that one made sense. That was a good one. <laughs> that one I actually was like, that makes sense. I'm with you. Yeah, but the following line is, <laughs> I've got it. Some Russian people are going to slip on a banana peel and break their neck. Yeah, no. <laughs> what? How the fuck did you get to that? Because the gobble up one, it was like they were going to gobble up the world or something. Oh, I don't. Yes. Hmm. Yeah. 
Anyway, they pretty much get even more information from this stupid riddle, because good job, Riddler, you're the worst fucking villain in all this thing. You just lead them into where Why do they not tell him to shut the fuck up? They did. Remember they said, launch the nuke, but none of those riddles. And he had a moment where he's like, do I? Do I? <laughs> like, he had a fucking moment. Like, I felt him in that moment where he's just like, yeah. I've been doing riddles all my fucking life, and now I just, I don't know. Do I choose between the greater good or my own personal kind of trademark, you know? <laughs> I missed all of this. <laughs> I also liked that the periscope in the sub had four different eye holes. Yeah. <laughs> one for each villain. Yes. Convenient. But I'm not sure that's is that how, how Periscope works. I don't think it is. No, so I it's think not. one of them would have been seeing upside down, one would be on the right. <laughs> I feel like you would have to have four separate. You would periscopes. have to have four, yeah, but there was only you would, one yeah. coming up. Fucking stupid. <laughs> uh, we get a shot at uh, the United Nations, and of course the British United Nations guy has a monocle, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's a bit stereotypy, but they're all arguing with each other in this the world's smallest office for the UN. Yeah. Like, come yeah. on. <laughs> I've been in a bigger office than that and fucking less yeah. important issues that obviously they were not talking Fancy about. Pants Lally and his big offices. Uh, Andy will fucking fancy fancy in a minute. Anyway. That sounds like a terrifying threat. I've been in boardrooms <laughs> bigger than that. I've seen some fucking whiteboards, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, those overhead projectors, incredible. Ah, chef's kiss. Anyway. <laughs> we then get a fucking, again, it goes back. We get a repeat of the fucking sea bit where they just get on the fucking boat Go back to kind of where they were in the first bit. There's even a shot where it's reused from the sea bit when they're in the sea yeah. bo- in the boat in the back it boat. It feels like a crappy computer game. Fetch quests. Yeah, they keep going back. It to is. The fetch it quests. is. Yeah. yeah, being a filthy casual, like playing Monkey Island two. Like right, yes. now I've got to go back there and get the boat. I've got and then the key. Go back over there and get. <laughs> yeah, and then I, now I have to go back to the thing where I was earlier. Like that is what it feels like. They're able to find out where the submarine flippers web feet is in. They use a fire fucking gun a shock wave bat bat shock wave gun oh is that the bazooka looking thing yeah to shoot into the water so they try to surface the submarine so it doesn't go any deeper i guess fuck me the fucking tubes that are rocking out in the submarine did you say pubes tubes i had tubes okay the tubes of the un people which are sat on a table oh, yeah. They're, they're like this. S- yeah. They're fucking <laughs> sat on a table and they go 90 degrees like off the t- but they never fall off the table. The- like they've clearly been stuck to the table enough. Yeah. So that they can throw them around without messing up it's the sherbet. It's so ridiculous. But yeah, they do. Given the fact yeah. of what happens later on, it's so ridiculous that they don't fall off the table. Like it's just so stupid. But anyway, the submarine surfaces, we get the first pow wow kaboo fight yeah. scene on top of the submarine pen when yeah. they're having a yeah, fight. Yeah, okay. I missed that. I was out. Sorry. I have put poor cat. Yeah, poor me, cat. Too. me too. That cat wants to fucking get out of there. I feel so bad for that cat being dragged around. I couldn't tell if it was a real cat that Adam West was running around and fighting with, but it looked real. It was. It was legit real. But you can see the cat is trying to scrape itself out of his yeah. paws while yeah. he's trying to do all the movements and stuff, and it's Oh, it's horrible. And but then, even later on, Catwoman puts it in a dinghy, doesn't she? No, no, Batman, no, Batman, Batman puts it in a dinghy. Yeah, oh. Batman grabs the oh, cat okay. from Catwoman or something and she uses it as a weapon. I don't know. It's not happy about it, is it? Well, I'm not surprised. He finds the lifeboat or the dinghy. Like, if he got this take wrong, holy fuck, he throws the yeah. cat into the boat. But it's yeah. such a small boat if he got that wrong. That poor cat. Oh, my God. 
So they beat up the guys in the water. It's all very campy. It's all a bit powwow. Boom, boom. It's your classic. The amount of people scene. who get thrown off the sub into the sea and then yeah, just climb just back on. <laughs> Catwoman kind of goes back into the submarine. She falls over really badly. Yeah. Her mask comes off. Batman finds her, sees her without the mask, and goes, Oh, fuck. <laughs> I've been tricked this whole time. And poor Bruce is heartbroken. I'm assuming, because I wasn't paying attention, that he only realises that it's not Kitka because she's wearing her cat suit. Yes. Otherwise, he'd be like, oh, it's you again. Oh, yes. I'll And why you. are you wearing her clothes all of a sudden? <laughs> yeah. I am surprised that he put two and two together. Well, it might be his kink. It might be into cat suits. Robin tries to console him, saying, are you okay? Like, this is a real deep fucking moment in the Batman series. And he's just like... No, Robin, it's fine. Let's fucking get on with it. And he just gets on with it. It's fine. He, he gets over it pretty quickly. Yeah. Moves on. Classic Batman. But until the actual captain comes out of his chambers. Slipper, slabber, whatever his name is. Batman finds the tubes and he's like, oh, thank goodness these didn't fall over. And I'm sat there going, oh my God, you came so fucking close. <laughs> he grabs the tube. Of course, the only thing that can knock them over is the fucking captain. And he knocks in into Batman and the tubes get knocked on the floor. And that's sad moment. Now they got to hoover them up and get dustpan out and do some cleaning and hopefully mm. put them back together in a dust separator machine which they conveniently have at the bat cave which yeah it's not very good is it i mean it did it did the job but kind well we'll get to it social commentary on power as robin asks why don't we just try to adjust these guys personalities a bit make the world a better place and batman's like no we'll be just as bad as them if we did that or something yeah and drinkers. <laughs> drinkers. Would you be just as bad? I think what they're implying is that they would have too much power. You have the power yeah. to do it, but would you do you it? The touch. Yeah, they try to put you them back. The they try to put them back together in tubes. This is the climax of this story. <laughs> they try to put people back in the tubes. Luckily, they're all different colours, so you'd think it would be easier. Yeah, pretty convenient. That the whole world is watching. Literally, fucking yeah. the president's involved. Fucking every <laughs> yeah. country is. Out on the streets. I was like, no one would give a shit. No, no one would care. All <laughs> nine countries, <laughs> only nine leaders. Yeah. Do you imagine yeah. if we were like, oh god, like we went out in the streets, like, oh god, I hope they get the UN ambassador <laughs> of Great Britain. <laughs> so if it was, it was only nine countries. It was England, America, France, France, uh, West Germany, Germany, Italy, Nigeria, Japan. It was some odd Russia, choices. Spain. I think they just picked countries that they knew people would know. <laughs> No one's chucking in Burkina Faso, you know? (laughs) They end up putting them back together. They've got like a water... A water dispenser machine, I'm going to call it. soft water dispenser. I did wonder why it said soft on it, but now... Now I'm in. It looked like a bit like a coffee machine, like a, bit like a filter would go through. Yeah, it was very slow. It was extreme. The tense, I was real tense. I assumed it was supposed to be tense. Yeah, it was real. I mean, it tense. made me have to turn it off so I could go for a piss. <laughs> Is that long? <laughs> yeah. They all hook up the tubes to this water thing. They go back to the office and they just go. And now we wait. It goes on forever. And of course, the UN leaders come back. Problem solved. However, we end on a little bit of a unexpected note. The leaders are all talking different accents and different languages mixed up with the guys in the room. So like, I think the the French guy is 
Britain is English. Yeah. 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 The Spanish guy is Italian. I can't remember all of them either way. Not not the Spanish guys French. I they think. mixed up the dust, didn't they? Yeah. And so now they're all. So they just go. <laughs> this is maybe my favorite ending. <laughs> they just go. It's great. Batman and Robin just look at each other and go, "We should leave discreetly out the window." Window, yeah. so nobody. So nobody because we fucked it up. <laughs> Just they just descend from like a really tall building slowly down and yeah they're like oh it's all gone tits up let's leave quietly so nobody says anything yeah while while the media and the police are, are sat there wondering what the fuck have they done to our whole world with all our leaders and that's Batman the movie well, like he says he's like our work here is done I'm like mm, kind of it's half a job though isn't it they fucked up. I love it though because it. I it's mean, great. they didn't knock over. That was slip or slap. That was his fault. Yeah, blame him. Yeah. Anyway, Pan, what do you think of the film? Yeah, I was really into it for forty minutes, and then I was out. It was. It just felt so long, and I think that is because, like we said, like the game, like going backwards and forwards, and yeah, seeing as how we have all these bad guys set up. It's a long time where they were just like telling Batman it was the four of them, even though he worked that out because of the sea and the shark. <laughs> like Batman worked out it was all four of them pretty quickly, but then they still had to spend another 20 minutes telling him that it was all of them. Yeah, he couldn't figure out that Miss Kit Cat was Catwoman this whole time. Yeah, exactly. But obviously what's yellow and rights is a banana ballpoint. So mm. yeah, it was fine like the first 40 minutes it was fun and all the silly details i wish the kapows had been earlier because i obviously missed them later on but yeah like i would probably be able to deal with an episode rather than oh, yeah, episodes are so another great. hour and 45 minutes yeah. Yeah. so yeah it's fun uh six out of ten hey andy i agree it felt way too long the episodes are much more fun it's still very silly I still think Some Days You Can't Get Rid of a Bomb is one of the greatest lines in cinema history. <laughs> Some people might say it's icy dead people. They're wrong. <laughs> yeah, camp fun. Silly. Six out of ten. If we're rating this film, because I know people go, why did you give this film a fucking five and, and something else? Like, I'm basing this on just enjoyment I had, okay? Like, out of pure enjoyment I had from this film. I feel like you can't rate a film like you've got like a gut feeling of a number to then be like, well, I gave this other film the same number. Do you know what I mean? I feel like you can't put all the ratings together. Well, this film came out 55 years ago. And yeah. I think we need to be lenient. It is bad. But like we said, it's kind of self-aware that it has these cheesy lines and stuff. And it, there's a yeah. lot of stuff that makes it like smarter than it actually is in a way. And in a strange, bizarre way. It wasn't terrible for the time. Like I kind of liked the bit where they're attacking the submarine with the bazooka and it like it hits it with like a not an animated but like a colored drawn yeah. on yeah. like a pow and you're like oh that's silly but you're like oh but it was the 60s right even the like the crappy old effects and stuff because it's so old you're like oh it's fine i kind of liked that about it i mean i'd rather watch this than the other sort of kids film that we watched recently power rangers i'd much rather watch this than that I agree. But I would rather this was cut down to an hour. I think you could cut this to an hour and it'd be great. Yeah. Yeah, its major downfall is it goes back and forth and it's just too long. And it, it is a television show episode just stretched out to be a film. And it does drag a little bit at times. But 
I kind of like it. It's still watchable, weirdly. And if mm. you just want some good fucking silly fun, I think this is a perfect film. I've seen this film so many times because it's just a stupid, silly film, but it's like kind of funny and has great quotes and great lines and great fucking scenes in it that are just really wonderful. And from this, eyes. I would put an episode on. Like, if that's what I was going to do, I'd put an episode on and yeah. even like yeah. watch a few episodes rather than this. But yeah, I loved it. Seven. Wow, I can't believe I'm giving it a seven. Side note, was less bored than I was in Drive for any of those. Yeah, I know that's higher than Drive, but yeah, I get it. I get it. Some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. So anyway, film out of the hat is where we take a film and then we'll watch it in two weeks' time. feel like you should have still done a there you go thank you satisfied (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's a good noise you'll never hear that again on any episode (laughs) it's a dan film Uh. isn't it bad that (laughs) nobody is excited when you say that sometimes everything else we're like it's a dan film we will i think predictably the only ones we're excited for are our own whenever it's pennies i'm like it's gonna be a shit 90s film Dance will be hit and miss. Mm. I don't know if you guys have seen this film. So, we are going to watch, in two weeks' time, the 1995 sci-fi classic, I would say. Mm, I was with you until sci-fi, but carry on. Starring Keanu Reeves. Are we watching The Matrix? Johnny Mnemonic. Oh. Have you seen it? Has anyone seen it? No. I was shaking my head at Penny saying The Matrix. I don't know. I've never seen it. This is before The Matrix. This is peak awkward Keanu Reeves. No? Anyway. I've not heard good things. Oh, it's a cult classic, I think. Johnny is a data courier. It's not those hackers. Sorry, continue. It has that vibe of hackers where it's like, I mean, Andy will either fucking love it because it's so stupid, but or hate it like with hackers because it's so stupid. (laughs) Johnny's a data courier who literally carries data packages inside his head for a fee. This time he carries a package that is too large to hold for long and he must race against time to deliver what? it, starring Keanu like Reeves. speed? Is he going to blow up if he's fucking has his data in his head too long? No, so without spoiling too much of it, I think it's actually set in 2021, oh, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I actually think it's set in 2021. People have, like, data in their head. Like, back in those days, it was something like a megabyte of data, which back in the day was like, fuck, that's a lot. <laughs> So they would have, I think the equivalent to what it is now is 320 terabytes of capacity in their head, essentially. I don't have that much now. Couriers, uh, it's really hard for couriers to transfer data over the internet. It's because they're with Virgin Media. Because they're with Virgin Media. (laughs) So Johnny is a guy, as a courier who transfers data in his head like gotcha. as a person to someone else because it's the more secure way and this package is quite important it's got Ivan Drago the guy who played Ivan Drago is in this yeah Dolph Lundgren and oh. Henry Rollins is in this as well oh Henry so and Ice tea and one for Ice tea. yes Takeshi Kitano Ooh. Yes, I'm slightly more interested now. Yeah, it's one of those that is, when it came out, everyone fucking hated, but it kind of developed a cult classic because it is that kind of, it's cheesy and it's like silly, but it's like, personally, I think it's watchable in a way. How? Some people might. I don't know how to phrase this. How Keanu Reeves is he? 
in this? How how oh, Bill and Peak? It's how Bill and Ted ish peak. are we? I think it's going to be more Point Break okay. speed kind yeah. of Keanu yeah. Reeves. With it. It's it's before the first Matrix film, but his acting is like you know when Keanu was really bad, yeah. but like really roboticy. That, that kind of Keanu. It's very quotable, this film, and all that kind of stuff. And I, I, if anyone hasn't seen it, I implore you to check it out. It's, it will be a fun time, trust me. We'll watch that in two weeks, though. Penny, what's the socials? You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Unusual Suspects Pod and on Twitter at Unusual Podspect. I'm at Penny underscore Photopit. At uh, Dan Talks a lot. At Choices21. I've been Dan, and I, I'm joined by these two wonderful people. And we shall be back next week for more movie fun. Have a lovely day. I could do this entire ending like Adam West. Can you though? Precisely, Robin. I think you're trying to sound like Adam West. You sound like Hannibal Lecter with a cold. Yes, Robin. I ate his kidneys with some fun. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine Batman going. <laughs> <laughs> okay, goodbye. End this, end this Bye. Movie.